slow. You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello and welcome in. It's Commissioner's Corner Week 3 edition. Week 3 slash 4, I guess, is the way I should be doing this uh, going forward since the cadence we're on. It's your boy, Commission Khan. And joining me this week is, to say the least, our most controversial owner in the Luke. Um, He's everyone's favorite. He's our one and only. I mean, you can call him Daddy P, but you can also call him the father of the Luke. Uh, no one else can claim it. It's the That's one, true. the only Paul Sheffield Paul, how you doing this evening? Is Bear asleep so that you have a complete freedom for the rest of the evening? In quotations, well, have- because there's always wake up cam that as you're checking now. Yeah, I have the monitor in front of me. The fans can't see this, but he is he is asleep. Oh, so. he looks like he is cozy yep. dude, on that right side. Are you a right side sleeper? Is that taken after Pop or no? Which side of the bed are you? Just as a as a quick, um, I am. If you're looking at the base, if you're looking at the yeah, foot of the yeah, bed, yeah, staring at I, yeah, I sleep on the right side of the bed. Oh, he's a he's a daddy's boy. Yep. So that means I actually normally lean like my face is. You lean towards lean the middle. Back. Yeah, lean I don't mean left. I don't mean yeah. this to sound cold, but I'm I'm actually left side and I lean towards the outside. Okay, but it's nice. the same way I've leaned my whole life. It's not personal yeah. to uh, my relationship or anything. Yeah. Totally fair. Um, but yeah, Bear looks like he's getting better sleep than I am right now, considering my fantasy team being zero and three. So yeah, yeah, and and hey, trust me, we're gonna really dive into that subject because um, Paul, the the outlook is not it's bleak for you. Um, yeah. But again, let's save those thoughts here for a second, okay. as we do with every uh, commissioner's corner pod. We're gonna warm you up and give the Luke some introspective into your life as it currently stands. And, and I mean, again, we already talked about bear, but this is where we're going to start at is you're the one and only, I mean, you're the, you're the daddy of the league. Uh, you yeah. got to take pride in, in saying that. I mean, I am the only one with a kid that we know Not success wise, by the way, yeah. just, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying just, like technically title wise, you're the only yep, daddy. Totally. Of yeah. That again, that we know of, I make you guys might have some <laughs> surprise kids running around. We don't know. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I know. I don't know. Got a Soft, little loosey goosey with it. Yeah, in no, sophomore year, kidding. Derek, he might have some nights that he didn't remember with, uh, <laughs> with babies running around. So, how did oh, I man. know you were going to take a shot at Derek within five minutes? How did I know that? <laughs> I just say how it has to happen that way. Neighbors have to have to battle. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's is. right. Um, okay, so the question I have for you is one thing, and and no offense, but I'm going to take off the table like the positive sappy comments. So I'm almost going to say one, not negative, but one surprise that you've learned since having a child that maybe you weren't expecting despite all your research. Like I know you read all the books. I know you were, and I know you're an A plus father. None of us were ever debating that. But at the same time, one thing, maybe you are surprised by the the challenge of it all. And I don't okay. mean that as a negative. I'm no, just... this is this is the this is by far and away the worst thing of parenting. Okay, and here we go. Hannah, here we Hannah go. and I have no problem saying this, and it's like very direct. Bear just spits up all the time, and no. it is it is miserable. Well, we, we got like tummy issues. Yeah, we we've like had it looked at looked at and stuff, and um, everyone's like, no, it's fine, it's normal. But like 
we'll change, get ready to go out and just, and it's oh. just all over us. Today, Hannah was like picking him up, getting ready for a nap. And all I just hear was just like, and it like splattered you all know. over our coffee oh, table, no. all over Hannah's back. It's just, that has been the, like, it's such a weird thing to say, but that's been the worst thing because he spits up everything all the time. No, I'd be lying if I didn't think it was going to be excrement based of some sort, yeah. but um, <laughs> I did not realize the spit up was the main yeah. contributor here. I, I now, would guess the not uh, all babies, other Not all babies are like that. Not all babies are like that. Were you, um, uh, did you have a sense? You didn't have a sensitive stomach growing no. up. No, right? I'm like, cause I, I, I'm no. thinking back to like Super Bowl parties, like Lori no. is just the, I, the queen uh, as she is, but like throwing out yeah. grilled cheese, throwing out the Velveeta cheese. I, I'll yeah. never forget yep. Velveeta Everything. grilled cheese at Lori Sheffield's house. Hey, for the other eight Luke members, if you haven't had that, you haven't lived. Hannah and I just made some tomato soup and made uh, some of Lori's grilled oh. cheese the other day. It was oh. so good. So yeah, it was fun. very, very good. Yeah. So yeah, that's the worst thing about parenting. Easy. Okay. Okay, so you've got spit up issues. Are you, yep. has it affected the way you're shopping at this point? Are you going more generic t shirts and like a lot of base colors? Because yeah, you're I'm like, you're going to have to, I'm, I'm guessing spit up doesn't come out like the best in the wash. No, no, we were at church the other day and we were like introducing him to another kid and just like all over my pants, oh. my nice, my nice Lululemon pants. There's Did just, you leave? There's, no, I was, I mean, I just kind of wiped it off and I'm like, I have a kid, who cares? No, right, right. It's not <laughs> embarrassing, but like, I'm just curious because I don't have a kid. Like, is that a situation where you're like, oh, church is uh, not for this Sunday? Got no, I, or is that no I just... I, I just get over it and we've just both humbled ourselves and be like, you know what? We're just going to walk around with spit up on <laughs> our bodies. Our and life. We don't care about it's it. Our yep. Life now. yep. No. Yeah. So that's what it is. No, that makes sense. Uh, and I know I talked to you personally already, but at the same time, how are you doing sleep wise at this point? Are you on your last strings here? No, I'm doing good now. Hannah and I kind of just switched strains where I'm kind of taking overnights, which has been really good for her because I'm a deep right. sleeper. And she doesn't have to worry about him. And so then if he's crying, you know what? Might not hear him because I'm sleeping too. And so he's now starting to sleep through the nights, which has been really, really, so really good. It's almost a positive that you are able to sleep. So did mm-hmm. you ignore your child? Yep. And we maybe I'm ignoring him. Maybe maybe yeah, but maybe he's sleeping through the night. We don't know. But you know yeah, what? I wake up and he's asleep. Well. So that's what matters. Yep. Yeah, that's, he, that's he's asleep and alive. And you know what? That's all that matters. So that's very fair. And we've already talked about, uh, you know, the Velveeta cheese, courtesy of Lori Sheffield, as yep. well as um, your beautiful new baby boy, Bear yep. Sheffield. Uh, at the same time, I am curious, how has it affected the eating? at this point. And, and what I mean by that is not, um, literally a breakdown. I'm curious, like, I'm sure you've developed either new quick homemade meals or grab on the go meals. And I'm curious what those are because time has to be, uh, sparing at this point to say the least between work and then a child and just a home life that, that can't be super easy to balance. So I'm curious how the, the eating strategies have changed because it's something we all think about constantly day to day, but none of us are in your stressful situation. So I am curious what that, what happens in this, you know, um, scenario. Costco premier protein or the fair yeah. life protein shakes from Costco. Oh, great. So good. Great grabbing so those. Yep. Fair lives are hard to come by these days. So um, we just got some on the online Costco. So the fair, fair life protein drinks are the best protein drinks. Highly recommend, but those are our go-to on the go, like 
quote unquote meals. And then Hannah and I do quite a bit of meal prep. Like we'll make like a soup or a stew and then have that kind of over the course of the day. Like we just had some tomato soup. And so I quickly just heated up some tomato soup, cut up some chicken sausage. Um, yeah. Sausages are always a really nice thing to yeah. have. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially like a chicken or turkey sausage, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I hear you on that. Yep, you cook you cook them fast. So those have been some easy go-to meals that we've kind of gotten into the rhythm of. And then on top of that, uh, I would imagine the gaming consoles are a zero at this point. But uh, yeah. how are the Legos? Are you saving Legos for oh, there? Or are you good question? Because no, I, I, uh, I mean, if there's a maestro of the uh, Lego universe in this Lug, it's Paul Sheffield that since second grade on. You know. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know about these. Again, another Costco reference. They're not paying me, I promise. But um, well, they have they have Lego Advent calendars. Um, oh, I've, oh, I, I see them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So um, Hannah really wanted the Harry Potter Advent Lego, and I really wanted the Marvel and the Star Wars Advent. Oh wait, Lego. wait, wait! You wanted the Star Wars one? Yes. Hey, breaking so, news. We compromised and got all three of them. Um, <laughs> so you have three advent calendars ready for have, this December? Yep, we have three advent calendars <laughs> ready for this December. Harry Potter Lego, Star Wars Lego, and Marvel Lego. And then right now, Hannah and I are in the process of building Winnie the Pooh's little um, fortress in the Thousand Acre Woods or Hundred Acre Woods. It's also out of Legos, so that's been kind of a fun one. I'm not really a Winnie the Pooh guy, but Winnie the Pooh, Bear, it all kind of works, and so that's what we're in the process of doing in the Lego world. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And I am curious too. I mean, that the Winnie the Pooh, I wasn't expecting that, but also I know shocker. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a little, little bit of a, what, you know, I was prepared for star Wars. I was prepared for Harry Potter, you know, kind of the mainstays. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, Winnie the Pooh. I wasn't one thing I'm also curious about last, last non-football topic, I promise for the rest of the loop, but, is, well, I'm interesting. We could talk about me all day, and I'm sure people would be interested. No, so. no, you you do talk about you all day, so we yeah. had plenty. Okay, um, so <laughs> keeping that in mind, I am curious uh, because we are still all um, fascinated with the one and only Daddy P P Chef. Is how is has sourdough suffered since Bear? And I don't mean it to so, sound like it's Bear's fault, but how has the sourdough journey gone? Because at, at a point you were you were a close to a professional baker level and at this point i haven't seen the stories on instagram that i used to see and i'm concerned it's a great question in fact um hannah has just taken the helm of sourdough bread making no yeah so she made mama her first h loaf. has taken yep. over the sourdough yeah so she made her first loaf a couple days ago um, oh and proud I, moment for you and i'm not teaching her because it's just you know spouses teaching uh, it just it's not appreciated the way you think it might be appreciated yeah so my sister has been showing her how to make it and you know i'm proud of her she's doing a great job which which Um, sister to clarify uh emily emily has been helping her emily's a big uh home baker so okay Uh, emily's been helping hannah with the sourdough and you know it's turned out i really kind of want to get in there and be like hey maybe we should be folding a little bit more or maybe we should do a laminate but you know what She's doing it and it turns out good. And you know what? Bread tastes good and tastes all the same. So I'll, we'll but, take it. Well, okay. It tastes all the same, but has she made one better than your, what, what's your peak sourdough? Just quick off the top of your head. I know, you know, like what's like, your, what's the one you're most proud of? Uh, I had one during the holiday season last year. It was one of the ones where I put like the little Lego Thanos on top of it. I don't yeah, know if you remember. I remember. Yeah, that, that was oh, one of my I best loaves ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. That was about eight. That was about eighty percent bread flour, ten percent rye, ten percent wheat. Man, that was a. It was a perfect combination. Yeah, a memorable one to yeah. say the least. Yeah. And and yeah. I don't mean to slight Hannah at all, Mama H, um, in any means because we love her um, dearly. Yeah, she, but she, has, she doesn't listen to this podcast. So no, hey, you know what? No one does it outside of our uh, ten owners. So yeah, um, <laughs> the question I have for you is: She hasn't got close, probably, to your peak yet, has she? And yeah. I don't mean that as a slight, but no, no, unfortunately not. But okay. Okay. But, we'll wrap know, it up there. One day. We'll wrap it up there and we'll head to some fantasy football because I know that's what the Lug is really here for, but everyone loves to hear from daddy P and I've got multiple texts already that uh, people are very excited for this episode, Paul, especially for Great. this part that's we're the- about to dive into with the fantasy football side of life, the league of ordinary gentlemen in our 10th season here. And it has been, an interesting go. I think it's kind of followed the NFL, um, in my own personal opinion, where we have we haven't deciphered who the best teams are outside of maybe one or two, um, and that's being generous. I think there's a lot of two and one, one and two. Uh, you know, even the zero and three is not that concerning yet. I don't think in this year's mm-hmm. there's not a runaway uh, train yet. In my no, I agree. Opinion. I agree. Yeah, I would say. Actually, I'll wait. I'll wait. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. I know. I know you have plenty of thoughts. So let's start. Uh, I'm going to warm you up here in fantasy football talk here with the waiver wire. What have you thought so far in, uh, in terms of how the first two, three weeks have played out? Obviously, people want to know you spent a ton of money on Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, as well as uh, help me here on week one. Uh, Cur- Curtis Samuel. Yeah, yeah, that we all wanted. And then you didn't play either I believe especially Curtis Samuel in the next week when he had 18 and a half against myself and would have won you the game um yeah to say, I think we'll you. get into that later um but yeah. at the same time curious on your defense of spending that much money but then not utilizing the assets so are you thinking long term or are you thinking both uh a lot of times I would rather have someone on my team and not play them than have someone else have them and play them so that was I a big agree. thing. I, I can't um, argue that. And at week two, even though I spent all that money on those guys, I couldn't justify a primetime game of Patrick Mahomes with Juju yet to say Juju is a nobody. And so he was playing the Chargers. I'm like, it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm hoping that Juju can get 80 yards and a touchdown. And that'll be maybe the peak of either of these two guys in the second week. And I think he got one catch. Um, for 15 yards or something like yeah. that so that so that was the bummer um because I, I actually wish I would have started um Wilson Jr um even over Curtis Samuel um but so that was a bummer but my my theory is if you ever have a question about playing a person on Thursday don't play them but I, I bet the Thursdays I are bet, the trickiest fantasy I bet the rules there. like it's Patrick it's Patrick Mahomes against I the agree. Chargers I, and so I, I went for it and it and it was it was a huge managerial mistake so I, um, well, it, and yes, of course, in hindsight, it is. But Thursdays are the biggest wild card to me in fantasy football because Thursday night games do they they rarely follow the rhythm of what you yep. expect. Like if you I have mean, a borderline everyone flex. knows that you yep. hear that on everything you listen to, every one you talk to, everyone knows Thursdays are weird. So I really don't blame you on that portion of it. Um, yeah, it's just I, I. So then, as a follow up question for you. What's the strategy behind like in because I think maybe you've done this two years in a row. Maybe I'm mixing up who did it last year, but spending a lot 
early in fantasy waivers. Obviously, I, I understand that as you get later and later, people have less money as well as like, you're probably not finding emerging rookies or, you know, emerging backups that are now starters, stuff like that. Is yeah. that kind of the strategy or like what? Yeah, I've, why I have spend no a lot of I have no regrets. And I tried to spend no, a lot no, last week too. No, no, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just curious yeah. about like for the rest of the owners, why that's kind of your typical stance. I just think you week two is probably the best for spending. I think week two, even more than week one, week one, it's like, it's a question mark. But when, um, when 49ers starting running back went down, um, and we had eight weeks of Jeff Wilson jr. For sure. And if he plays well, then continue on. That was like a no brainer. Yeah. I'm going to get him no matter what. Um, it's a starting running back, I guess. Which starting, the rest of the league didn't rep. treat it that way, to be honest. Correct. Yeah. And so there was that. And then Curtis Samuel was actually a little bit more of a risk. But um, what happened last year is I almost went after Cordero Patterson after week one, and I didn't. Yeah. And then he was super expensive for week two. And so I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe Curtis Samuel's that. And I'm not saying he's Cordero Patterson of 2021, but. Um, he might I might have gotten like, a good piece. Well, that's, I mean, he's that's involved. Was, yeah, hundred percent. And so that's why I was like, you know, this I'm week wasn't go early great. on him. No, it wasn't. But the first two weeks with him have been good. So, um, well, and the touches, I mean, the commanders, touches. Yeah. the Washington football team. Um, commanders, still, come on, the Washington football team. Um, still, way, way better name than the Commanders. Um, but they still they couldn't do anything against the Eagles. So, like, that's fine. But like, I like Curtis Samuel. I really tried to get. Um, I really tried to get that wide receiver for the Jets this past week. I just, oh, I also had, yeah. Yeah. Although I was looking at everyone's bench and we can get into this later, but I don't think anyone has a very strong bench this year. And I built my bench pretty much off the waiver wires. And I like my bench compared to a lot of other teams right now, um, just on waiver wires. But I was really, really sad to miss on to a, I, I don't know how much Randy spent. I put, I think I thought it wasn't, I thought I it put, was like $13. It wasn't. A yeah. Lot. I put $12, I think for, um, to us. So that's, that's a bummer. Cause I was like, Oh, no one's going to pay more, more than $9 for him. But if someone wants 11, I'll get him at 12. So, yeah, um, I, I could really be wrong on that, to, but uh, I think it was pretty, pretty light compared to what we were probably all thinking. Yeah. I um, really wanted to, uh, not that he played well this week, but we can get into my team later, but yeah, I just don't have a starting like, quarterback and my backup is out for the season. So you bid eight and Randall bid 13. And Garrett oh, Wilson okay. was grabbed for 26. So, yeah, I put 22 for Garrett Wilson, I think. Yeah, you did. Or no, yeah. you put 16, actually. Oh, okay. But still, I put like a kind of more than zero. No, I mean, I put guys. 10. I, I threw in a, yeah. a pity bit in hindsight. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's still like a really great receiver. It's just Jets quarterbacks are, you know, a risk of their own. Yeah, um, totally. The next thing I was curious about is, I, do you want to I'm, – I'm actually going to leave this up to you. Should we talk about the standings in each division after your power rankings maybe? Sure. Or should we do it before? Uh, maybe after. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do, it do it after. after. Let's go let's, – okay. are you cool to dive into your power rankings now? Yeah. Okay, let's go 10 to 1, and we're going to spend just, you know, a little bit of time with each one as you'd expect. And let's hear who is – number 10 right now and then i'll do a full standings recap at the uh duration of this portion and um you can give me your opinions on the divisions because i know that's a huge topic this year okay the easiest easiest 10th place in luke history probably i've never seen an easier 10th place wow um, wow that's a big claim what you just said is not light 
Okay, well, you know a team's bad that means if they you're can't. thinking beer mile. Yeah, you know a team's bad if they can't get to um, 100 points, which my team hasn't gotten to 100 points. Your team until tonight hasn't gotten to 100 points, thanks to well, CD hey, and hey, Lamb's hey. We'll get to touchdown. my team later. Yeah, I'm three well, not much, not much later, but um, – <laughs> but the, the easy number 10 with the with the highest uh highest point being week one 87 and a half points is Derek singer with 87 yeah. and a half points 75 and a half points and a whopping 66 and a half points this yeah week. it's really been bad for d sang yeah and you know yeah. what he's got cooper cup who's been the highest scoring receiver i think wide receiver one yeah so it's, it's, it's really a, it's, the rest of the team it's such a sad thing to see a player that good just like wasted yeah, be basically around, be surrounded by our eighth grade football team. Essentially, it just, hey, hey no. we won one game also, so <laughs> we're in the same. Yeah, boat. so Derek, Derek, easy ten. And do you see? Is there a way out, or is he buried in just trying to avoid beer mile this year at this point? Um, like, what's what's your quick reaction? It doesn't even have to be in depth, but like, is Derek buried into just? Hey, I don't don't care about the playoffs. I'm just beer. Yeah, mile. I think. I think he just needs to like. I'm gonna be he honest. Needs to avoid the beer is, mile. He needs to avoid the beer mile. Yep. 100%. Okay. And if you're picking right now, is he your choice? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on to nine. That's. I think that answers pretty much every question people would have. Okay. Number nine is not me. Wow. It is gonna be the two and one, John Fishback. Wow. Okay, this is interesting. This is very, very interesting. So give us your uh, background on why you put John, who's two and one, uh, who, literally. Who will be two and one. He, he'll win this week against David's 51 points with 86 points. So he will win with 86 points. Um, so besides his win last relate. week, besides his win last week where Stefan Diggs gave him 38 points, he has not broken the 90 threshold. Do you think, uh, I mean, I think Stefan Diggs might be the best fantasy wide receiver in the league this year, just personally. That's a, okay. a bold prediction for me. But other than yeah. that, I think he has the guy, like Alvin Kamara might be the biggest bust at the same Correct. time. Because that's yep. a first round pick. Kareem Hunt's yeah. always splitting. So it's like touchdown or not that week. Yeah, that's AJ does. AJ Dillon's an awesome value pick. Mark Andrews, obviously a top tight end. But aren't you, are you kind of scared about AJ Dillon too? Like, I mean, like I love AJ Dillon as well. Like, and he's probably their goal line back, but also as a budget, I mean, as, as a Aaron budget, Jones as, is still really good. So correct. like, when do you play AJ Dillon? When do, when maybe over Michael Carter, but Michael Carter has also been really yeah. good the last two weeks. I mean, I'd, I'd put AJ Dillon over Kamara at this point. Wow. Okay. So, so that's a hot, I mean, not a hot take, but that's a big statement. Yeah, I also just really liked AJ Dillon before the season, and he's proving to um, be that guy. But oh, right, I agree. I think they should say, just remove Aaron Jones. But... I kind of, I kind of agree. So, um, but yeah, I think um, two and one John, which is I know is a hot take. I obviously can't just, I can't put my team at nine. I just can't. So, um, so I John is also. I think he'll. It'll be close between us after this week, but. John also has less uh, the second least amount of points in the league behind Derek with 100. Derek has 163 total points this season, um, and John has 191 and a half at ninth place of total points scored. So um, not too hot from John. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and and so 
okay. And this is just a quick question, not something we need to expand on too much, but John, you know, has stood so, so firm in my opinion, at least on Tom Brady. Are you kind of happy to see that backfiring? Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady. Yeah. They've had, they've, he said that that's the value pick every year, the same way I myself have done with Aaron Rodgers. And at a point you have to realize that fantasy wise, they're great quarterbacks, not good fantasy quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about not good fantasy quarterbacks when we get to my team shortly, but um, yeah, 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 we we certainly can. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you watch him, he still has, he still reads a defense as good as anyone in the NFL. He just, uh, I mean, so does Russell. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Um, what, uh, who's at, uh, I think, number eight at this point? Yes. Um, I hate to say it, but it's me. I put myself at eight. Wow. A, a bit of, I, I could see yourself putting Daddy P at number one just to spite everyone else in the league, but that's really, really humble and nice. Also, we're noticing you're following the trend of points four in the year so far, but um, that's besides the point. It'll switch a little bit later. It's mostly points four, though, especially at three weeks in. That's a pretty good way to go up. As it should be. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, um, Paul, before you even dive into it, let's talk about the biggest question everyone has on your team. You went all in on the Denver Broncos. We all know this. This is not not controversial by any means. Everything else you did can be explained. So can this, but are you feeling like you are fucked? It, I, and I don't mean that even as I mean it sounds hilarious, but like they look god fucking awful. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Offensive. Yes, they do. They They're don't look one. good. They don't look good. I know, which is hilarious to me. The ugliest score of all time last ugliest. night, eleven to ten. Eleven, 11 to 10, ten is the worst score I've maybe ever seen. <laughs> I know. It was, I forget what score it was at one point. It, uh, they had five points, and I'm like Hannah. I because Hannah, I'm trying five to, to like teach her. And I've never it was seen five that. to ten. Yeah, and I go Hannah. I don't know if you understand what an ugly score is, but let me explain to you how you get to five points because it, was, it doesn't well, make sense. Ran, Jimmy ran up the end zone, which is, <laughs> it's not like it was a true safety. It was a guy, it was yeah, a reliable, exactly. but less bad. I mean, everyone yeah. knows. Okay. Well, what I will okay. say this about the Denver Broncos. I have the two best Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson yes. excluded. Um, I think Javante Williams. I looks love like Javante. a beast. He looks awesome. He's and in Cor- terrible offenses all. Yeah. And Corlin Sutton is also a beast wide receiver. Um, yes. I agree I, completely. Yeah. I think coaching is awful on that team. It's offensive, the worst. Offensive line is terrible. Um, it's not good. And I think they're just trying to figure out um, what they are as a team. So here's what, what I would say. What do you expect the improvement to be, though? Like, what, what do you sincerely after these first three weeks, like, what? I know you're saying they're working out the kinks and that might be a bit, it might not, but you kind of said something similar just in your last response. So like, what's your expectation of the three players you have output wise? Are you expecting, um, you know, like 20 out of Russ, 10 out of Javonta, 10 out of Cortland? Is that um, like I, 40 if points? I got, if I got over 15 every week from Russ, I'd be happy. I mean, if I got over, I don't know how many points he scored against you. I don't Is think that it was a starting 15. quarterback. What's that? Are you well, not looking for a new quarterback? I tried to get two last week. I know, um, but I mean, like, well, so, so I, I had Trey Lance. David Carr. I, I released him, Derek. Yeah, no, I know. I and I might go after him in waivers this week. I mean, full transparency. That's probably what I might do. Um, well, this but, will come out after the waiver. Uh, so you're good. <laughs> um, but I had Trey, I had Trey Lance is fine, and so um, 
And then I lost out on Tua this past week. So I just wrote it one more time with Russ. I'm like, it's a, it's a yeah, what else Sunday, do you do? Sunday night's less risky. And I, so I was like, Sunday night, he's playing his old rivals, um, should be fun. And they just didn't know how to play football. So I think, um, I really do think offenses need to work out the kinks. Their numbers actually are pretty good. Javante I was going to say, Cortland you Sutton, have, you have, their, their numbers are good. They just don't touch team. They just don't score touchdowns. Nailed yeah. it. I mean, so, that's exactly so, right. Um, I have Mike Williams uh, scored a touchdown for me week two and three. Week one, my only touchdown was from Ertz. And this past week, my only touchdown was from Mike Williams. So, But doesn't that um, start to get concerning as well? Well, yeah. yes and no. And I'm sure Tyler will make fun of me or people will make fun of me. But um, Well, that's just going to be because you're on the pod this week. N- numbers to me mean more than touchdowns, which is like a weird thing to say, but it's like touchdowns yeah, will come if Paul, the numbers that's a, are there. That's not right. Well, I, I really think it is. I mean, if you look at like the stats wise, these players are doing good. They're just not getting into the end zone. I, I mean, know, even like a touchdown is six points by itself. Correct. Like one correct. catch is now seven and a half points. Correct. Or, I uh, mean, that's sorry. 6.5. Yeah, correct. No, totally. But um, players will find the end zone. I mean, kind of like that's what I'm hoping. I'm, 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 I'm baking in once, once players. I was able to get 90 points, over 90 points, um, both weeks one and week two, with my only touchdown coming from one Russell Wilson pass and a Zach Ertz touchdown. Okay, so that's a great point. I see what you yeah. So, so I'm getting, I'm getting points without you need them touchdowns. to stack up on the same. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I hear what you're saying now. Okay, that's a that I I do apologize for my hostility because I was like, ah, touchdowns do matter, but I see what you mean. You just need to stack them in the same week. Yeah. Um, so I would um I will say that is my let's see, that will be my tier four three. That's my tier three, and then okay, I'm let's, have, so let's or, start at seven now in your tier two. Yeah. Or maybe I'll, I I think I have four tiers. That's tier four, tier three. Um, okay. And number and seven the, in the overall rankings. And number seven in the overall rankings. Um, I've gone back and forth a few times. And I think, yeah, I, this is a game time decision, Connor. And I think I'm going to choose you at number seven. That's totally fair. I mean, if you yeah. look at the points for it's it's completely fair. And yeah, what I will say is it's all about how you schedule. And that's what yeah. people don't realize. Is totally. Like, I mean, sorry about the fact that I'm just scheduling like a boss, you know, mm-hmm. it's not my totally. fault. So I think your team is a little inflated. Um, I don't, uh, think you, I, it's not just a little false. My team, yeah. should not, my team should be either. Oh, and three, one and two, or maybe two and one, but I'm now going to be three and oh. Yeah. I think, I think one and two is a good, like, I think that's what you should be. Um, but I mean, it's great that you are what you are with Christian McCaffrey, not really performing as the number two overall pick. He hasn't scored yet. Yeah. So um, over double digits every game. So I'm just yeah. saying, like, I know he's he's bustish because it's number two overall pick, but I'm yeah. not. Uh, I'm not in the realm where I'm like, I hate their team, no doubt about it. But at the same time, 17 carries this last weekend. Just yeah. No, totally. So I think your team's not bad, but I think I'd put you at the lowest of that group. That's fair. I totally um, get it. I'm not offended um, by being three and zero and at seven. Like, I mean, yeah. it's pretty fair. I've won. And I think with I, I, this is the highest scoring week, and I'm going to be at 105. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, 
you're out of your mouth contention because of your three and oh i do uh, think that helps i can't yeah. agree more i, I do yeah. think that at least saves me in terms of like at least the start of considering the bear mile yeah so i think you're good there i think now it's just um can you overperform enough to squeeze in that fourth playoff spot and again it's probably too early to be saying any of this but that's kind of how i feel about your team i think at three and oh which sounds really weird you're hoping to squeeze into a fourth place well um, hey let playoff. me back you up in saying that as the owner of that team that is going to be clearly number one in his own division um I couldn't agree more that I'll be lucky to hang on to a playoff spot. So, yeah. it, but also let me also say Herbert, maybe, uh, maybe fucking what's his name? Staley, Brandon Staley. Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is Herbert playing football right now? Like Keenan Allen's out. Why are you playing? Herbert? Yep. That was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And yep. then I, on top of that, Keenan Allen had to play the last two weeks, which, is a part of drafting Keenan Allen. So I shouldn't pretend like that's a surprise. Like he is the most injury prone receiver we've seen, but when he's in, I'm just saying it might be, it might, that might be okay. In that yeah. Fourth spot. I'm I just, saying. wouldn't you, wouldn't you think Mike Williams would benefit from Keenan Allen being out? I would he, think that. But you know who too. my tight end pickup. Yeah. Everett. Yeah. It's just very frustrating. He's a to fucking have a, it's very frustrating to have an awesome wide receiver. Just not get thrown the ball. Um, that is true. Okay. Let's go to, let's go to the next. So okay, I think we're this, at six. Yep, we're at six, still in tier three. Um, we have, so this is where I am um, switching from the um, uh, points four. I'm going with David Walzer. Yeah, uh, t- uh, I mean, a horror, horrendous week for David. 51 points. Yeah. What are the That's worst like, we've seen in, like, recent history? Yeah, and this early in the season where you have no buys. And- right. I mean, players that's can his get injured, A lineup, but like, yeah, that's outside that's of injury. Your A lineup, outside yeah. of injury. So, which is a big piece, but still, totally. 51's almost inexcusable. That's like your bench scores 50. Yeah. So, um, I think we've I all been there, though, there. Also, I just want to say that actually his bench literally scored uh, nine and a half more points than the yeah. starter. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. 16. I, uh, I really, really liked um, Amal Ross St. Brown. He was, like, one of the guys I really wanted on my team. Um, like, I picked my guys hoping that one of them would take off, um, and none of them have taken off. And it's a bummer because I feel like Amon Ross, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is really the only one that was, like, a quote-unquote question mark and has just kind of become a beast. Um, so – Good on David for him, and I think that's about the highlight of his team. Yeah, um, I, I can't see much. I mean, he's got Kyler, which sucks. Taylor's been super underwhelming, and I, if I were to guess, will be continue to be in that. The rest of his lineup is not stuff I'm excited about, unfortunately for Dave. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at running backs much. Is there like a running back that's just, oh, my gosh, this guy is a beast? Um. Off the top of my head, no. Let me do a quick check, but I really don't think there's been someone that's like I it's been wide receiver based rather than Yeah. Which everyone was saying this is like the running back season. So that's what's right. crazy. Right. Um, let me look real quick. Nick Chubb is sixty one. James Robinson. James Robinson is the biggest win of the season so far on Derek's team, but Derek Yeah, actually okay. This is bad because he rated him at nine or ten. 
Derek has Cordero Patterson and James Robinson, who are the two top producing running backs outside of Nick Chubb. So sorry, two okay. three. Okay, I mean that's awesome. I guess that. But also to, show- to to stake that Clyde Edwards Hilaire on my team is the fifth rated running yeah. back points wise. DeAndre Swift is fourth. Jamal Williams is six. So we're too yeah. early in the season is what that tells me to really know. Yeah, totally. It's just, yeah, I mean, you're looking at this list and it's wild. So anyways. It's fucking um, wild. Like yeah. running backs are irrelevant so far this year. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, am I, are we moving on to? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so this is the last Five. of, um, yeah, and this is the last of this tier, which is Randall. Wow. And that's obviously... I'm saying wow about most of them, but this one, this one really matters because this is the guy that's dominated the league the last three years, despite winning it two out of the last three. I mean, yeah, Randall's at the at the peak right now. So tell me why. Um, I mean, his team's fine. What is he going to go three and zero? I think he's going to go three and zero this week, right? Oh no, you're no, being I'm going to whoop his little yeah. naked ball sack. So he'll be two and one. Um, I think he has a playoff caliber team. Kyle Pitts. Obviously, it was a question mark being on Atlanta's team this year. Um, and so he hasn't really panned out as a top-tier tight end. Um, he's going kind of with the hybrid, whatever quarterback works, um, between Kirk Cousins and now Tua. Um, Eckler hasn't been anything special. Saquon's been boomer bust. Um, Christian Kirk actually is a sneaky pickup. How's Christian Kirk played? I just Fantastic. Know, Christian Kirk's yeah, been one thought. of the best pickups of the year, but I want to ask you. So Christian Kirk has been phenomenal. I mean, hasn't yeah. he's 14, 22, 16 through three weeks. That's amazing. Wow. Austin Eckler, though, also Randall's. That was the third overall pick. And I'm yep. curious because this has been talking to the other owners so far on the pods. This has been very much debated on on that selection. And he's put up eight, 12 and a half and eight. Also, as a note, for Austin Eckler uh, statisticians out there, never has broken a thousand yards in a season rushing. Yeah, I if I was in Randall's spot and you went back today, I'd probably still pick Austin Eckler as the number three overall. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, I mean he had a he had like sixteen touchdowns last year, so hard to pick. Yeah, him. and you assume he's going to be on one of the best offenses on the NFL. Um, and if you don't grab a, if you don't grab a running back there, you're so far away from your next it running, was a back. Rough running back. Um, yeah. So I understand the pick. It's just like a bummer when Justin Jefferson's had a couple of good weeks and, or one, I think he's had one great week and then two not, I, I'll have to look at Justin Jefferson, but besides cup, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's just kind of the best players have come kind of out of the third through fifth round, which isn't completely surprising but um it's just hard it, it third pick was a tough pick because yeah you don't know if you're trying to get the number one wide receiver or if you're going to get a risky running back so i don't i don't fault randall for it fair enough and i'm curious to see what he sends in the group text tomorrow because he is not used to be used to being rated at the uh, five spot but i'm curious who you have it for that okay so now we move in so that was tier three um now we're going to be in the tier we're in tier two. two okay yep so you have two teams we're, in tier two two and two year one yep um and so we're gonna go what are we at number four yeah number four we got cooper sprunk wow okay i i i keep saying wow off the bat but man i i gotta say i don't 
particularly agree with this one, but I want to hear your uh, thoughts. Do you think Cooper should be higher or lower? <laughs> lower. Just because he's 0-2. I mean, that makes sense. Cooper has put up over No, I think it's it's not that he's 0-2. I think it's – I think outside of Josh Allen, the other big names he has are on teams that are not the teams I want to rely on. Like, so the reason – I'm sorry. Let me no, give you ahead. the floor here, but for a quick second, Najee Harris, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, those are three guys I hate the offenses are a part of. Like, yeah, I'm I have Josh Jacobs, so I'm a part of the Oakland too, and I think Devontae's their key target, no, no doubt about it, and he'll put up ten points or so. But then Najee Harris, Najee Harris, and then Cam Akers, who put up ten this week, which was decent. I just I don't love relying on the people he has personally yeah but he also has Devonte smith who he hasn't played yet Correct. so that's a that's, that's yeah that's a game breaker for me it's like and that, that Devonte smith is your number one or two and he ends up being a 10 to 15 point a game if not higher than that uh, then i love cooper's team because he he has josh fucking allen who's the best fantasy player this year in my opinion but yeah okay well, sorry so, i hijacked your ranking go for it number no, no, four no, no. cooper's problem yeah, and I think Devonta Smith is a good, really good. I mean, this is recency bias. He had an unbelievable week. But so I, I think I, I don't know if I said this in the text or if I said this to just some people. Um, every year, there's always one team that will have two top 15 wide receivers, and there's never more than one team. Um, and so this year, everyone thought it was going to, um, it could potentially be the Broncos. It could potentially be the Chargers. Um, a lot of people obviously thought the Dolphins uh, with, um, Waddle and um, Tyree Kill, but right. now I'm wondering if it's going to be the Eagles, which would be crazy uh, with Devonta Smith and AJ Green um, or AJ Brown. Um, and so I think Devonta Smith is awesome pick. Um, I still like Devonta Adams. They're I know they're zero and three, but I they're also a team that I'm like I think they might just figure it out because um, they have really good assets. And so, I don't know. I'm not as down on the Raiders as some should be. Um, wow. Okay. No, I, I actually do agree with that now that you say that. I don't think they're going to be terrible by any means. I just am curious how good maybe they are. Yeah. I, you know, it's I, I don't think they're going to be that terrible though to be honest with you yeah yeah i don't think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the nfl they sh- they are obviously right now but i think they'll be um probably bottom 10 but i think bottom 10 still has sustainability with a person like Devonte adams so at uh, least with their best players yeah yeah so, and i think Najee fits in this um rare category there's about four running backs every year four or five running backs that can end up as the number one based off of um age injury um team um offense and all these things and Najee I think was one of the five players this year that um um kind of fit this mold of could end as the running back number one I still didn't love Najee um but he again I know he still fits the mold as someone that has a chance to break out so I and then I I mean I have McCaffrey so it's kind of in the same it's a light version of the same thing where it's like if that offense is good they're going to give them the ball like 30 times but at the same time the Steelers fucking suck and the Panthers probably fucking suck we don't know yet but 
Um, so yeah, I might I think be in the same I, boat, but at this, like, to I hear you and agree because I obviously picked that way. It's just tough to swallow that individual talent might not be enough. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and the Steelers are rough. Sorry, D. They're they're um, really rough. Who do you got yeah. at uh, number three? Okay, number three. Please hold. Um, hand blown, ga- glass blown. Kyle George. Okay, this is the this is a uh, I think controversial topic th- throughout the league from what I've heard because Kyle's been pretty damn good, just had bad luck scoring wise. So I'm curious what your thoughts are. Well, okay, so first off, Kyle drafted the team that I wanted. Every time Kyle picked, I was like, damn, I was going for him this next pick. Damn, I was going for him this next pick. Um, and DeAndre Swift has been like hit or miss, but I went back and forth between Javante uh, um, Williams and DeAndre Swift as my uh, second overall pick. Um, so I'm obviously really hot on DeAndre Swift. He was one of the guys I was um, – he's, he's one of those guys like Najee that fits the mold for going to be a top five running back this year. Um, so I love him. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, best wide receiver in the league. Michael Pittman Jr. starting to be a breakout player. Um, Gabe Davis, which has proven to be a, a good flex play. I think he did good this past week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me see. How, what, did he, how, what did he end up doing this week? Um, he – gosh, I don't, don't know how to look at things on the computer. Sorry, I think Gabe I Davis said – did Gabe Davis have a good week? I think he did. I did not have this ready to be honest. With you. I know. Sorry. But no, no, you're good. I'm just looking right now. Scoreboard. We'll go to Kyle's team. Oh, maybe he did. What old G uh, GD did? No, four and a half points. All right, Gabe yeah. Davis sucks. Okay, you um, beat me to it. But yeah, no, he didn't do great. But he did yeah. well in the first week or two. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. He has a lot of guys that I really like. Jalen Hurts is on the best team in the NFC at this point, and I don't really see another team in the NFC that's going to be better than them. Um, do you? No. Who's, I I, I yeah. really like the Eagles, but it's hard for me to trust the Hurts thing this quick in the season. Like, I need, like, six games before I'm like, oh, yeah, Hurts has changed and a different guy. Um, that's me personally. I also – would have to say I disagree with the Justin Jefferson being the best receiver in the league. I think he is had such a good week one that we all were immediately like, wow, this guy can't be stopped. But he hasn't had bad – I mean, his last week sucked. But, um, well, no, he had seven points, I guess. That's not terrible. But he's great. I just – in my opinion, Stefan Diggs is the best receiver in the league. And it's not only points wise as he is currently standing because he had a 38 point week, but he is not yet to be close to stopped yet or yeah. stopped. No, it's true. And it's... I think we've seen Jefferson be stopped at least like Okuda. And this has been all over Instagram. So this is not a commission con take, but Okuda did a great job on Jefferson this week. Jefferson had a good week last week, but overall, like his first week's carrying a lot of his production. Um, he had seven in week two and then two and a half this week. So, wow. Like, okay, he I'm had just, 34 just, and a half in week one where we yeah, were against like, me. oh, Green Bay can't guard him. And yeah, no one against can guard me. him. But I'm also, and I think he'll be back. Like, he's going to score a lot. I just, that's why I'm, I'm surprised to see uh, you rate Kyle's team as high. But I also think 
it's the same reasoning you'll probably use for number two here, which I'm curious to hear who you have at two. Um, I have, hang on. It's between uh, Jack or Tyler. Yeah, I have Tyler. I just wanted to yeah. pull it up. Yeah, yeah, that's who I thought you might have. And if Contract you want to talk receiver production, I mean, Tyler is, he has Waddle and Tyree Kill. That's uh, three and five so far. Yeah. Well, no, he's on the Waddle. same fucking team. He doesn't have Waddle, does he? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no. Sorry, Jack does. Who's yeah. number one? Yeah. No. My bad. Tyler, My bad. Ha- Ty- Tyler has Debo, Tyreek. Um, he has Elijah Mitchell on IR. Um, Jamal Williams, who's one of the top running backs in the league right now, which is hilarious just because they give it to him at the goal line. I'm sure Kyle yeah, hates that. Um, no, I know. I'm sure Kyle hates that. Because um, DeAndre Swift has been doing all this work and then. Oh, uh, Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah. Okay, but contract year Lamar is scary. Is absolutely scary. I mean, he's putting up numbers we've never like seen before at a quarterback. He's averaging thirty three points. Yeah, averaging I know thirty three averaging. Points. Yeah, he is ninety eight points. The next closest is Josh Allen with eighty five, then eighty three um, from Jalen Hurts, and then sixty seven from Mahomes. It is yeah. unbelievable the stretch that he's put on and. It's like, obviously, it's not sustainable, but he sustained it for the first three weeks. So I love Tyler's team. I think Tyler's team is awesome. Um, I really didn't like it before the season, um, but I, I really do like it now. I think he has a good team. Um, I'm trying to look at other things. He feels I like guess- that team so far to me that, like, like you just kind of alluded to, Maybe after the draft, you're like, oh, I don't really get it. But now you're saying like, oh, no, he picked maybe two out of three of the breakout stars of the year. And if you yeah. have two out of three of those guys, you're usually contending. Yep, 100%. Um, and then if he gets Derrick Henry back like he did this week, I mean, that yeah, could be scary. Um, he just doesn't have a great RB2 after um, Mitchell went down. So that's the other problem. So I might try and try to Tyler uh, running back. We'll see. Yeah, Tyler, I've got RB2s for you, so talk to me. So now to number one, Jack, who went with a classic RB0 strategy, and it is paying off tremendously. Um, Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to skip over the running backs. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Travis Kels, uh, Tyler Lockett, Packers, Justin Tucker. Okay, wait, um, you said RB0, but he has Nick Chuck. Yeah, Nick Chubb's, Nick Chubb's a first-round tr- running back. I don't trust it. I don't no, trust it. What, I think, do, you, what the, do you mean? He's, he's the number one. Is he the number one running back right now? I don't trust it. I, I don't I know just don't off the top of my head, but let me read you as far as 14 and a half, 29 and a half, 17. Like, what do you mean? No, yeah, I don't trust it. Oh, my God. That's I, Damian Harris, I get what you mean, because that's very touchdown reliant. If Dar- Damian Harris doesn't score, he's a shit back. And Jack knows that, but he loves it. But he also has yeah. Waddle and Chase, who turned out to be maybe the strongest wide receiver duo. Then Chubb is, Travis Kelsey. Chubb is the – he is the number one running back right now, so I feel bad saying it with 10 points above the next highest, but I still don't trust Chubb. I don't trust the Browns' offense. I don't trust Chubb. Sorry. Nope. I get what you mean, but I just feel like you're being a little maybe over-the-top foolish. I Probably. I, it's also just sad that I skipped over that player to name all these other players – that's that's his team because Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Travis Kels, um, Justin Tucker. 
Why haven't you said anything about me saying Travis Kells? Because I honestly thought I would give you a break. Maybe it was lack of sleep or something. I didn't want to compound on your already, you know, stringent lifestyle. But it disgusts me that you wouldn't say Kelsey. Well, it's Kels, so you silent. Yeah, you've said that for four years, but I've also noticed um, for about nine years you've finished sub five hundred. So there's two things I just don't really consider when I consider. Well, let's look. Let's look at some other players on his team. Do you say Mahomes, or do you say uh, Chasse, or do you say Wadley, or Wadley? No. No, no, but but you're doing things that like we don't say Kelsey, we say Kelsey. It's almost a Y. But it's not. It's an E. And typically at the end, like Waddle and Chase and Mahomes, it is silent. Travis Kels. Yeah, but they're not from Italy. What do you mean they're not from Italy? Like Jalen Waddle is not from Italy. So they don't say Kelsey. So do we need to give an Italian accent to Travis? Probably. So That'd Travis probably be accurate. Travis Kelsey. Okay. It, that's I'm, how I, I do it. I mean, that's okay, how that, I do do it. So I, that's just a me thing versus you thing. But if you need to say Travis Kelsey, then that's you. I know okay, you're so we, like being born in Alabama. This is like a tough thing for you. And you need to just make it American as much as you can. So you need to say well, Travis guess, Kelsey, you say Travis Kelsey. Well, okay, so we Americanize the first part, and then we Italianize the second part. It just doesn't make sense. I, we should be saying Travis Kelsey, or it's Travis Kels, which is how I'm going to say it, Travis Kels. Okay, fair enough. We all have our ways of doing things, and I think you're completely wrong. But um, I'd, be curious what, I'd be curious what the league thinks. I mean, I, I just don't see a place where you say Travis Kelsey. It's either Travis Kelsey or... Travis Kels. And I will say that's a great, great point from Paulet Sheffield. Um, well, see, I, I'm English though, so you can just say Paul Sheffield. No, no, I, Paulet Sheffield. Um, and so before we wrap up the pod, I do have a couple more questions for you. Quick ones. Yeah. Quick hitters. Yeah. Give us your beer mile prediction. Who is it? Derek, no questions. Not even oh, close. Oh, Derek, not even close. And no, then, okay, not. if it is Derek, I'm not what do you expect my, him to run it in? Do you think he's going hard, or do you think he's barely skirting by? Well, he has to show up first. Oh, that's a great point. He's got to be there. He's got to be in attendance. Yeah. That's a that's the biggest trick with old D saying. Yeah. Uh, no, he'd, he'd be but, good. He's, hey, good. Let he's me a say good drinker, a good Derek runner. has not missed a beer mile celebration yet. So everyone can that is true. Well, he, but he's always he missed, there. I think he missed John's. He missed John's. Wasn't he there just super – okay, whatever. We'll go back to the tape. But he'll be there if he loses. Yeah, we'll see. So what do you predict uh, him to finish in? Uh, I think he'll be the best drinker. And the best drinker? Yeah, I think over he'll – Over Tyler. Think yeah, I think he'll drink really well. I mean, me and John are not in that conversation, but over Tyler? Well, John could be in that conversation. He didn't throw up, so – we can put John in that conversation. We can't put you well, in that but, conversation. But, but, that's but for sure. best drinker, I'm assuming you mean time wise. Well, yes, I think he'll be a fast like amount uh, amount of time to finish each beer. Yes, yeah. I don't I think, think you can put John in that conversation. Was oh, was, yeah, John was slow. You're right. That is true. Okay. Well, he walked Good. in halfway to drink faster, which was a great strategy in hindsight after I ran it myself. But I think Tyler's chugged the fastest. To be yeah. quite fair. 
Yeah, as someone who's never run the beer mile, I will take your word for it. Um, no, we'll see what you do this year. Oh, wait, sorry. We're talking about Derek. Um, yeah, Why do you so, think he'll finish in? Um, I think he, when he drinks, I think he'll do it in nine minutes and 37 seconds. Okay, 937. I like that guess. And then yep. going along the bold take uh, strat or line of question here, we've got a couple more for you, two more. Biggest NFL take, like boldest, I should say, not biggest, boldest NFL take, like just team-wise know. to finish the season. Um, I don't even know if this is bold. This is just what I'm rooting for at this That's point. That's okay. I think an Eagles-Buffalo-Bills Super Bowl would be – I think that would be as fun as maybe it gets. Awesome. That would be so cool. Okay. And then on top of that, what's your boldest lube take? Uh, boldest lube take based on where we're at right now standing today uh i think you fall out of the playoffs well that's not that's not nice yeah you fall hey i'm looking at i'm looking at the standings and well, i do this every week so, so like i don't get why you're coming at me i'm posting the podcast but well i mean the re the re the reason you would fall out of the playoffs is because i don't score points jack is there I think Cooper's going to be there. And then I think um, any, either Kyle or myself will be there. I think I have a chance. And then obviously Tyler, yeah, okay. I don't know. No, Tyler no. will we win our division. It's that Paul makes the playoffs. That's your well, hottest take. I think I have a 12% chance. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Like we should see what happens, but we captured the hottest thing. It's that you think you're making the playoffs. And I don't want that to be con- misconstrued like, if I miss the playoffs, that's hot, but not like hugely hot. You making the playoffs, that's piping hot. Love that. Uh, alrighty. Let's go ahead and wrap it up there. Paul, thank you for uh, taking time out of your obviously very busy life as the only father of the loop. Peace out, Paul. Thank you. Okay, bye. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook.